How's it going, guys? Welcome to the Old School Podcast. I'm your host, Braden. This is our first episode of this podcast, and I'm joined today by a good friend and relative, my cousin Caleb. How's it going, Caleb? Going good. Yep. So, um, what do you want to talk about in today's episode? Uh, let's talk about new mood, like room, like rumors about. You know, the video game world. The video game world, just the media all across. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Uh, so, um, before we get this started, you know about Pokemon, right? I know a little bit. Yeah, so, um, I recently picked up Sword, uh, not Sword, uh, Shield in that game scene. That's, I've been playing that a lot here recently. And I don't know if you're aware of all the, the shit that has gone through, all the leaks before the launch. People giving it a whole bunch of criticism. Uh, I heard about the leak. The leaks and stuff, yeah. The whole bunch of guy Gigantamax forms, their new gimmick, and Dynamax and stuff. Um, yeah, that before the re- launch of the game, there was a whole bunch of leaks, and people didn't like it, and they were like all boycotting the game, but they can't do that because it's a Pokemon game. But, yeah, um, when I picked it up, I was... I, I already read a whole bunch of leaks. So I was already looking forward to it, and uh, whatever they were saying, uh, they were the whatever shit they were talking about the game, they can go, they can go, screw off or something, you know, because that game is amazing. I don't, you don't have a switch, so you wouldn't know. So, but if you if you ever do get a switch or you get a chance to play it, I, I would recommend it. What's it called again? Um, there's two versions as always of the Pokemon games, like Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu, Sun and Moon. Um, it's called, both the versions are Pokemon Sword and Shield. I have Shield because, you know, it seemed more appealing to me. But, uh, so there's Sword too. There's both, like, um, version exclusives. You would, you would say, like, my version has Galarian Ponita, which is like a, kind of a unicorn. Kind mm-hmm. of, it's, it's really girly, but, you know, I'm fine with that. But anyways, um, yeah, that's just what I had to say in the beginning of this, because I really enjoyed the hell out of that game. Um, I saw that you were playing Wildlands earlier. Yeah, so people give a bad room. Badland, uh, Badlands, I watch too much Netflix. Uh, when Wildlands came out, you know, there's pe- you know there's people on YouTube that you know get it like well, like a month early. And they were playing it, and I remember watching a video that this guy was talking crap about it, and he was like, oh, it's glitching. Like, oh, yeah, it's going to glitch. It's not finished. Like, y'all got a game, like, three like three months prior before it even being released. Yeah. Wildlands has been out for a good, like, two two years now, I think. Yeah, I think it's going on its third right now. Yeah. Um, I heard you were recently talking about picking up Breakpoint, and now I've heard serious shit about that game, about it's all buggy, and it's, like, a mess. I heard that the you. Only, the only reason I love the Wild the Ghost Recon series because I know the story. Yeah. And the story connects, and I love how they bring, you know, they'll bring an actor into it. They'll bring a character from another game. You know, there's Assassin's Creed Easter eggs. All over the place. Exactly, and it's it's amazing. And man, they even brought Predator into it. Yeah, I remember that DLC getting announced and released and stuff. And then the uh, whole like Sam Fisher shit with uh, Splinter Cell. Yeah. But like, you know the you know what sucks about that? You never could play Splinter Cell. He was just an NPC. 
Exactly. He's the main pa- the main part of the story, though. You know what I mean? I just cut my phone. Well, that's great. Um. Yeah, but Ghost Recon. I remember the first time I ever played Ghost Recon. Mm-hmm. It was on a PS2. The the original because I got it at a like a it's kind of place place kind of like Blockbuster if it wasn't wasn't a Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I played first Ghost Recon. I played with Future Soldier. You're welcome. And when I saw it, I was like, I fell in love with it because one, it's extreme realism. Yeah. Well, kind of. Well, kind. Yeah, kind of. Like the way like the system works. Yeah. They had, Ghost Recon has a really cool system of how like, they do it things. Takes, like you still, you, I mean, you go to Somalia, you go to Brazil. Yeah. And you go to Russia. That was before Ghost Recon was all open world and stuff. Yeah. But now I love how they open, have open world. Yeah, now. I think it's awesome. Open world games are the best, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it depends on how the story works. Well, uh, well sometimes you sometimes. don't. Sometimes you don't worry about it. like just cause. You don't. No one plays just cause for a story. They play it for the funny moments and stuff. Like, I don't know how many times I think I've I seen one like a cow gun or whatever. Oh yeah, another rocket. Oh yeah, the cow gun. Yeah. You shoot it and turn everyone to cow. That was the last game. That was just cause four. Yeah, that was, that was funny. Uh, that's probably the main reason why I want to pick it up, but I never, I never did pick it up though. I heard there may there's a rumor about racing games is you're not allowed to buy a racing game if you don't have a driver's license. They're, start, <laughs> they're starting that in California. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, you have to have a valid driver's license to purchase a new racing game. That's dumb. Why? I have no idea. I, I don't like know if it's true. Okay, so you know how Need for Speed, Need for Speed Heat just came out. So yeah. you're telling me that in California, in, the, in order to go out the game and get that game, you have to get a, have a driver's license? I think so. Oh, that's so stupid. I heard a rumor about it, and I was like, well, I don't think that's true. Because, I mean, it's a game. I mean, yeah, they're going to ID you, because it's like, because, you know, rated T, T games now, you got to be like, what, 20? No, you got to be like 19. T for teen? Yeah. What? Yeah, you'd be like nineteen. I don't, I don't know about that. Cause if rated M, you have to be eighteen. Yeah, I think you have to be seventeen. What for T? No, for M. No, it's eighteen. It's eighteen and up. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. That explains a lot now. Yeah, and I only have rated M games. Yeah, I remember um, GameStop. Um, they I went in I went in uh, sometime because I bought I bought Wildlands not like three months ago. Even though the game's been out for like two years, but yeah, I went into GameStop where I usually buy my rated M games. I go in there and I pick it up, and I'm like, I give give it to the cashier, and she is all like, "You have your ID on you?" I had like a full beard, and I looked at her like, "Really?" I was like, "No, I don't have my ID," so I just left. And what kind of bullshit is that? For real. It's kind of kind of. And I never get ID'd when buying a game. Yeah, no, that's why I go to Walmart, which is kind of bad. But Walmart has. This kind of sounds like a plug, but it's not. Well, it is a plug actually, because Walmart has great prices for new release games. Like, me, um, getting sealed shield, it would be like sixty. It'd be a full price game at GameStop. I got it for fifty five, and they were fucking stocked. And it was the day it came out too. Really? Yeah, and Dalton, my brother, he um, he got Modern Warfare when it came out, um, for fifty five dollars also at Walmart. So I just thought that was funny. I paid eighty two dollars. What the? F- 
Did you get the special edition? I got the code edition, I think. Mm-hmm. No, I got the code edition. Did you get the operator edition? I got the arcade something weapons pack edition. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you got the uh, the uh, XRK? Yeah. Yeah, you pre-ordered it. I forgot about that. But, you know, you know what that GameStop, whole GameStop experience kind of reminds me of? Kind of reminds me of the whole, like, video games causing violence stuff. I think that's why they're starting to kick this. Well, the whole reason they think it's causing violence because they take that crap all the way back to Columbine. Yeah. They played Halo. And when they played Halo... Well, no, I don't... No. No, it wasn't Halo. No, because Halo didn't come out until, like, 2000. Like yeah. Col- Columbine was 1990-something. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, it was in 99. It was probably Doom. Yeah, or it, was, Doom. It, it was some, it was some, some violent some game. Some violent game because it, like... Uh, Actually, I just did. A, I just I just wrote an article about this, and um, um, Doom didn't really have a little lot of impact. The original didn't really have a lot of impact on the press. The game it was that had, had a lot of impact on the press was Mortal Kombat. They got lawsuits all out the ass. Mortal Kombat people hated that game because of the gore and the violence. Yeah, like you rip somebody's guts out and hang them with it. Yeah, that's. The fatality system. Which I think fatalities are awesome how they got them on point today. Yeah, I know. If you look at, look at Mortal Kombat in 1993, I think, 90, yeah, 93, when it came out in the arcade, and look at Mortal Kombat 11, dude, fucking dude. Yeah, it's Sick. like, you compare it and you're like, wow, like, technology's insane today. Yeah. It's, it's, in, it's going beyond its limits. Yeah, but I just think that whole video game caused violence stuff is like, why would you even... They have no proof, by the way. I, my, my article that I wrote, um, they have, like, no proof for uh, politicians saying that. Like, people have done research, like, universities and stuff, and there's no correlation between that. And that just, that just makes me so mad and stuff. What I think is I think they should, like, I'm not trying to get into politics or anything, but, like, they should look at the person's, you know, mental abilities and what, yeah, that's what I, how their mind works. If they're going to buy, like, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Which, by the way, the reason they're not making a GTA 6 right now is because GTA 5 is still selling out. Yeah. And that game's six years old. Yeah. I remember when GTA 5 just, uh, when it released. Yeah, uh, I remember because... I was like... I GP know. got it. Uh, yeah, GP got it. Um, but, yeah. What was I saying? Where, 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 where was I? I don't know. I had a brain fart. Well, anyways, uh, well, since we forgot about that, um, Call of Duty is phenomenal. Yeah, but you returned it. I didn't return it. I thought you did. No, I installed it. Oh, you uninstalled it. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. I mean, I just got tired with it. That's because you can't play multiplayer online. Oh, yeah. And that's this, everybody goes to, everybody that gets, like, the new Call of Duty, they don't ever, like, take the time to play, play the campaign. Well, that's because of Black Ops. The last Call of Duty before this, they have a campaign. Exactly. Well, it kind of did, but, like, not really with the multiplayer operator. What I like about the last Call of Duty is they brought Mason and Woods back. It's the only thing I liked about it. Black Ops 4. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that about it. Yeah, they're, Woods is a bad guy, though. I did not know about that. Yeah, they bring Woods back and they bring Mason back. That's 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 pretty cool. That's the only good thing I liked about Black Ops Four, and I played Black Ops Four last night, and I don't like it. Black Ops Four, their multiplayer, their whole like, they tried to return to the on the ground feel that they used to be like Black Ops Two. Treyarch's never gonna reach that point. 
Well, they might. They, they can't if they make a, if they make another good Call of Duty. Like like uh, Infinity War did with Modern Warfare at the reboot. Mm-hmm. That is that is exactly what Call of Duty needed. What I think is I think Treyarch should stick to you know because when Black Ops Two came out, everybody lost their mind. Black Ops Two is my favorite of the Black Ops series. Black Ops One's my favorite. Well, yeah, because it's because it's a Cold War. That's the only reason why I like it. I'm, I like the hit. I like the history of it. Like, I mean, dude, you get to see Castro. You get to shoot Castro in the face. You get to play a, 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 no, you, or you shoot, you shoot his double. Can you play as Castro in the zombie map five? Yeah. Yeah, you can. You play as, um, Kennedy, Nixon, and Castro. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was pretty dope. I still get on, uh, Black Ops sometimes and, uh, play zombies on that map. That's pretty sick. The one game I wish they would have, like, they would still make is Medal of Honor Warfighter. I don't know. The only reason I like that game is because those are real events. Yeah, like the Captain Phillips mission. Captain Phillips. Uh, there was one mission there, but they took it out before it was released. Oh, really? Yeah. They did the 13 hours in Benghazi. Oh, dude. That would have been sick. Which, by the way, like these historical events are like tragic, but you know that would be pretty cool to, just to like play at it. Like you can like see. Like us see one in their perspective. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I think they should make it like a military game where like it's really, really hard. Well, if you think about it, um, Modern Warfare added a mode called Realism and there's like no HUD, no yeah. nothing. It's like, I don't know. And Wild, Wildlands has the ghost mode. You know? And ghost mode is awesome, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Because like that takes, you know, and you actually have to reload. It doesn't reload on like it doesn't reload on song. That's sick. See, I never got around to playing it. I don't really play that much. Um, Ghost Recon here. I love Ghost Recon, but Breakpoint's campaign is terrible. It yeah. is the campaign is it sticks to one thing and one thing only. Well, I'm pretty sure they'll fix that out with the DLC and stuff later on. Oh, yeah. they, they honestly they should they should put like a, a cool like cooler DLCs. You know, like, bring back, like, I mean, I was just playing Wildlands today, and I'm playing the DLC where, you know... Secret Soldier, Secret something like the that. Future Soldier, yeah, they bring a Future Soldier back. And I thought that was, like, that, that just blew my mind. Yeah. But the only reason I like Ghost Recon is because Nomad. Because Nomad's my favorite. I like the story behind the characters. Because when they, like... Okay, so in Wildlands, for people that don't know, is like you could it's third person for those that don't know. Like you could stand in the middle of like a random area and wait about five minutes and your characters will start talking with each other and start telling stories of war. They were just jokes. Yeah. And you told me some of those jokes. jokes and fucking hilarious. And it's like it's like holy shit, like our my characters are they're like yeah. talking to each other. Like they're telling stuff that like, dude, they discussed Edward Snowden in there. Do they really? Yeah. That's it. Like, they bring, like, when you go to, like, look at a video, like, there's, uh, like, intel all around the whole map. And, like, you can pick up little pieces of intel on the different cartel members. Yeah. And, like, there's videos. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a biography video. Like, it tells them, like, oh, like, there's a guy named Carl Bookhart. He was in the military that's helping out the cartel. He betrayed his country. And... You know, he's an army ranger, and your character served with him. So it makes the video of him, like, it's got documents, pictures of him when he was in the army, and these pictures look so realistic. 
that it's like holy crap like this is insane yeah like I talked about like he joined the army in 84 you know he was 2nd battalion 2nd battalion 3rd rangers stuff like that and it's like dude like they just like basically just went all out on like, all these characters yeah like I've looked up you know the biography the background of the characters characters in the game and Nomad's name is Perry. Hey. Yeah, it's like boy. It was like Perry Oliver or something like that. Oh. But yeah, like it tells you, like he was a rank, like his rank, his his wife, his kids, his birthplace, yeah. his accomplishments, you know, like where he lives and stuff like that. It's it's crazy. It's like a Wikipedia page for a character. You know, that reminds me, since you're, you seem so passionate about this game, what game got you into gaming? Yeah, what got you into That's gaming? That's a good question. First game I played was on a GameCube. Yeah, what game was that? That was... Need Speed Underground? That was one of them. I think that's no, what it's called. It wasn't Underground, it was uh, Most Wanted. Oh yeah, that's Most Wanted. The first Most Wanted. Yeah. And, I mean, the graphics in that game were like crazy at that time. I think, I, I think that the graphics still hold up. They do. Yeah. But it's, like, it's like playing San Andreas. There's people that still play San Andreas. Yeah, because San Andreas, I mean, there's like tons of stuff you can do on there. Mm-hmm. You have a jetpack and make it for fuck's sake. For real. But what was the game that got you into gaming? That got me into gaming? That's a hard question. I know I'm laying it all on you. Let me but think. What was it? It was on Nintendo. Nintendo is the best. Obviously. It was... It was a series of games, actually, but the first game. Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct? Yeah, I remember playing that with you as a kid. Um, why, why were you so passionate about that game? Because, you know, that was back like when it, Killer Instinct had the, you had the that, same graphics you as had Street that, Fighter. You had that on a... 64. 64, yeah, Nintendo 64. Yeah, still got it. Do you? Yeah, it's at Megan's. We need to play that. I'll go over there and pick it up by next you, weekend. What do you whip that up? The 64 is by far my favorite console by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Because I have like 30 games. You know what my first... My answer for that question that I just asked... It's gotta be... The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. You know why? Because the first 3D Zelda game... And... It's just amazing. It, there's like little bits of horror in it. Well, to me as a child, there was little bits of horror. Uh, there's great. There's Link as always in his new look, new um, new mechanics, you know. And it, when I played that, it just it, it took me into a world that um, it like it dragged me into these world of um, Hyrule. And I don't know. I've been passionate about video games ever since then. I remember when I the love, first Xbox came out. Oh yeah, yeah. I and ever since ever since that moment, that's why. I, well, that's why I love kind of open world video games because uh, Ocarina of Time was kind of open world, and um, I just love that feeling of being immersed into the world and into the character, mm-hmm. character creation. Okay. Because the new Legend of Zelda. Zelda's like it Breath of the it, Wild. Yeah, it blew up. Like it's all I over have it. It's, it's all amazing. over the place. Yeah, and they're making a second one too. Really? Yeah, they got that got revealed at a 
I think it was their E3 or was it uh, it was some Nintendo Direct. Um, but yeah, I'm. Really, oh, it was E3. Yeah, I was looking. I'm looking forward to that. But um, reason why I love my thoughts on open world games or games period is completely biased and if it doesn't have a character creator I most likely won't play because I love making my own characters and make it look like me not look like me but like what I want to be like like what do you think would like what you what you would look like a lot cooler like here's the thing I'm gonna get kind of deep here my life it's kind of hard I used to get bullied I, I get bullied I get a whole bunch of shit that I shouldn't get so me being able to go into a world where I don't have to deal with that mm-hmm. and where I can be who I want to be, like in um, Skyrim or... Um, Skyrim's awesome, by the way. Yeah, Skyrim's the best. But being able to be in a world like that and be a hero, I don't know. It's just like... It, but, it builds your mind a certain way, and you're just like... You see, like, if I could do that, I could prove to people. Yeah. It makes me, makes me feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. It makes me, it moves me to where I can do better things in the world. You know and what I mean? That's like there's people out there. I know y'all people are gonna probably blow up his comments saying, you need to you know act your age. Like dude, you know I'm almost 20 years old. You know, the adult life hits hard. Yeah. You know I'm living paycheck to paycheck, barely any money left after I pay bills. And to be able to do shit like this on a podcast is a good way to, you know, express how I feel. I think podcasts are good gateways to. Uh... They are because like you get to like you can have different people on, and they some of them, most of them feel the and same way. And this is you in this episode, in yeah. the very first episode actually. You know, we actually had a podcast before this. It's called Time Out, but um... I have a podcast in the works right now. It's just gonna be a while maybe uh, i might have it up and officially running by new year's by 2020 yeah what's because the name of that podcast gonna be you're still in the works of it huh you're still in the works of the name it's called the tin roof podcast that's all i'm gonna say because this podcast we're gonna be talking about everything yeah stuff that goes on in the world you know but just not politics that's our number one rule no politics you know we say no politics but we know we're, you know we're gonna talk about politics well we don't talk about like straight politics we talk about like what could politics do like what's going yeah what's going on in the world like, and stuff like well yeah if they're talking about it. everything most likely going to be brought up but uh i'll let i'll let the audience know so they can go check it out well i don't even i don't even have a channel for it so like i still have to you know do that i have to ow that really hurt um i'm still in the process of making a website right now which it doesn't it doesn't cost much so I'm in the process of making a website where like you can talk, you can email me, you know, get a hold of me, and you know you can, and if y'all want, y'all can give you can email me ideas for a note for an episode, and if that's what people want, like that's what I'm gonna do in my podcast. I'm going off what the people want, yeah, what they want to hear. I'm not gonna talk about you know the same same shit every podcast because you know you won't you won't get anywhere. Like I watch podcasts all the time. Because I watch podcasts when I go to work every morning. Yeah. I listen to it every every Monday morning is when my new episode comes out. What podcast are you listening to? Uh, I listen to The Basement Yard with Joe Sinagato and Dan, uh, Danny Loprior. Oh, yeah, yeah. And 
and Joe Rogan. I don't listen to Joe. I watch Joe Rogan at night, like, when I'm laying down. Because, like, people, when people watch Joe Rogan, like, you learn some shit. Yeah. They talk about stuff that you think, oh, I'm not interested in that. But Here then, we- like, they'll say something, you're like, oh, wait, 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 like, hang on, let me just rewind a little bit and see what he said. Yeah. But here recently, Joe Rogan, all the guests, all they've been talking about is Jeff and Jeffrey Epstein. I think it's hilarious. You know, the whole TikTok craze and all the meme craze, Epstein did kill himself. And I think that's hilarious, to be honest. What do you think about Epstein? Oh, uh, what do I think about it? Uh, I'm not getting into that. That's a whole conversation, dude. But do you think he did it? Me? Well, do I think he did it? Yeah. No. No? I don't think he did it. No way, could. It's like a, I'm not gonna no. Yeah. I'm not getting into that. Quick, uh, quick moment here. If y'all have Twitter or Instagram, even YouTube, um, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at the Old School Podcast. I'll have it. I'll have it linked in my YouTube description, which is also the Old School Podcast, and same thing on Instagram. You can um, old school podcast on Twitter with the S K O O L. Got it up and running. Uh, with that said, is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, what new movie do you think they should come out with? New movies? Like what sequels do you think they sh- they could make? Oh, sequels, sequels, sequels. Total Recall. Huh? Total Recall. Yeah. Not like the reboot though. One with Tom Cruise? No, that doesn't have Tom Cruise in it. No, that was uh Colin Farrell. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Arnold. Oh. Oh, funny story about Arnold. You know uh Terminator. No. You know what he um used to go as? Hmm. His he used to he used to go as Arnold Strong because really? people couldn't pronounce his last name and stuff and so yeah, and like his first movie it was Arnold Strong. And a fun fact about Arnold, he was the first man to ever own a, hum, a Hummer. Really? First man to ever walk the surf to own a Hummer. You know why? He was driving to a movie set one day. I don't remember what movie it was. And he saw, you know, a train. And he got stuck behind a train. Or he was, he was waiting on a train to pass. And he saw them carrying Humvees and tanks. He said, I want one of those. Yeah. He said, I want, I want one of those because that's a big truck, and I'm a big man, and I want to drive that truck. That sounds like something Arnold would say. And he did. He did it. He went and talked uh, to the man that produced Humvees, and they built, and so was Hummer. That's it. And, but now they don't sell Hummers anymore. Well, they, they're pretty sure they... Well, they, they don't uh, make them anymore. Yeah, I, don't have, I haven't seen a new Hummer in a while. The, the last, last Hummer was H4. Came, yeah. I think it was the last one I saw. Yeah. H4. Because... Hummers out of business. Hummers out of business. They got bought out. Hummers out of business. Pontiacs out of business. Yeah. Well, no. Wasn't Pontiac supposed to come out with a new uh, Trans Am? No, they can't. I thought they were. They, yeah, they went bankrupt. Oh, okay. Yeah, they went bankrupt, and they got and, and another fun fact. Chevy owns Mercedes. Yeah. Chevy owns Mercedes, and I forgot who Dodge owns. Dodge owns, like, Cadillac and stuff. Yeah. But I can't afford any one of those cars. So. You know a car that I want? I want a Tesla, bro. Oh, don't we all? I mean, that driving, whole... It's like driving a fucking spaceship. Oh, the whole... I think it was, like, a few days ago or, like, yesterday or something. Um, 
the Cybertruck. That oh God, dude. I want that because you know the whole look of that truck. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like inspired by like Cyberpunk and Blade Runner. And I, I saw a tweet um, while I was going through Twitter. It was like the designer of the vehicles for Blade Runner approves of the Cybertruck design. I was like, that's sick. If I can afford one, I would definitely get one. I want the new Corvette. Oh yeah, yeah. This is that looks sick. This looks sick. Well, anyways, guys, um, that is going to do it for this episode of the Old School Podcast. I'd like to thank my trusty, dusty old friend Caleb for joining me on this day's of today's episode. Feel free to come back anything anytime you want. You're always welcome in my studio, bro. All right. That's going to do it for me, guys. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode, and I will see y'all next time.